Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course, my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years Years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey. And Jeff, and we are here to tell you a bit about our partner Anchor. We know that you're a fan of this podcast and maybe you thought, hey, I want to make a podcast too. Well, we have great news for you guys. We want to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few reasons, but to start out, it's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Plus, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it, you guys, and enjoy the show. I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Manu. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. That's exactly what we do here every single day. It is Wednesday, November 11th, 2020. Our quote of the day, average is a choice. Greatness is a choice. There is no magic, only decisions. And that is from our guest today, Trevor Moad, 
who you have heard on the show before. He's a renowned mental conditioning coach, works with some of the best uh, athletes in the world. Russell Wilson, of course, one of his top clients. Uh, Happy Wednesday to our Hill Squad out there. Um, Today we're going to be featuring Trevor, as always, and he's going to be talking about his visualization techniques and uh, the pressure to stay neutral even during this incredibly challenging year. He's always helping us go neutral. Positive is too hard, he says. (laughs) Stay neutral. But stay neutral. (laughs) Uh, Back in studio here in Connecticut from our, our Connecticut studio with Kelsey, Jeff, and my husband Kevin Woo-hoo. in the LA studio. Jeff's in the Midwest studio. Um, honey, have you been yes, practicing dear. Trevor's neutral uh, techniques in the middle of the renovation? <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying to anybody out there that I think the best you can do, especially right now, is neutral. Mm. I told you that. You said that's not true. <laughs> I'm like, no, it is true. I, I think anybody. Other than someone who owns a mask company, I think anybody who's, quote, killing the game or just doing amazing, I, I think you're either medicating or you're delusional or you're completely detached. Okay. Sorry. I think <laughs> neutral is the way to go. I feel like so, I'm killing it here in Connecticut, and yeah, Jeff feels like on, he's Ken. killing it in the Midwest. So what's wrong with us feeling like we're killing it? You know what? I'm outside. I'm listening to the leaves fall off. Guys, okay, I walked outside today. It's like 75 already. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. And you hear the last leaves falling from the trees, and they just are making this collective sound because they're crusty, obviously. They're dead, you, and they're falling. Okay. And it's so beautiful. Do you beautiful think everyone has that ability, Maria? To go outside and hear leaves falling from the trees? Yes, everyone has that ability. No, not if everyone lives in the those suburban areas that are so far out in the middle of nowhere. You know, so I'm coming from LA, in an you know an urban city, a working city. Uh, so much think... to complain about. You have so many lemon trees to go out. No, and just no, no, snap. no. I think being neutral. The, <laughs> Trevor's right. Being neutral is the way to go. Just stay neutral. Yeah. Right now. Well, that's, that's the, the yogi thing. way, right? Is yeah. Yogi Cameron taught us you know it is it's the same thing it's staying neutral staying here rather than riding the highs you know and that's where we've had such a roller coaster life right we're always Mm -hmm. like yeah and then Mm -hmm. oh shit and you go so low so it's avoiding that roller coaster and staying neutral but what's what's tough about neutral is you want to have that excitement and that big feeling like i won right how are you gonna you know we're doing all this work with the nfl this week with um the series that they're doing, the grind on epics with NFL films. And, you know, can you imagine in the NFL, like Tom Brady passing like the game winning touchdown and then being like, okay, that was great. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not going to happen. You're like, and you do your dance right. and your celebration I, move. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, but you know, Marie, you like that part, but you don't like the Kevin Garnett part and the, like the, where they're very serious and very focused 24-7 to get there. Mm-hmm. You pay a price for it. Yeah. And then you see, after the fact, with athletes, that's why it's so hard to come down from that high. But I feel, you know, you've talked about Sugar Ray Leonard and Shaq, people that you've known that in Magic Johnson who have that ability to turn it on there in the moment and turn it right off. And I don't know if it's a DNA thing or what. It's really mm-hmm. hard. Well... 
I feel like this is always we everything in our life is sports or wrestling. Wrestling is sports too, but whether it's sports analogies or wrestling um, or Rocky, we kind or of Rocky. that's where we go through. But <laughs> Kevin always calls me Shackadoodle. Shackadoodle, and he wants me to be more like Kevin Garnett because Kevin Garnett, like in, in the series, was it against the Lakers when he got down when they knocked him down for the rebound and he got he, we thought he was hurt and then he just went on his knuckles and started doing knuckle push-ups under the basket and we're like whoa so kevin wants me to be angry like kevin garnett but i'm not i'm like a happy fun you're a doodle i'm a doodle <laughs> and so he calls me shack because shack focused. just like focus not angry focused because shack was angry. just so good he didn't angry. have to be angry <laughs> you know what though maria when you talk about staying neutral and staying focused i see it when you host you know on what one thing i've noticed on red carpets a lot of hosts, when they're interacting with talent, they kind of get this elevated, fakey energy so that's hard true. to watch. And w- even when you're at the Oscars, Maria, you're so grounded and composed. And that's why celebs like talking to you because they feel like they're chatting rather than being interviewed by a crazy person who had five coffees before the carpet started. Thanks, Jeff. That was, that was good, Jeff. I appreciate I, that. What does Jeff say? That was a sharp, or sharp observation. That was a sharp observation. Yeah, yeah, really, it's true, too, seeing so many red carpets. You're right, Jeff. So you have it, you know, because that's not easy. I've I've done some red carpet hosting because of AfterBuzz, and I've learned to kind of bring my adrenaline down. But you have to do that work. I mean, can you speak to that, Maria? I mean, I think being prepared helps you kind of get in your zone. So for me, I'm always heavily prepared before I do anything. Um, you know, I'm going to be interviewing Julie Donaldson today and chatting with her. So I was up all night looking at all of her Instagrams, doing all the research on her. I found out that she was a reporter in in Boston. And so, of course, I'm from Boston. You need to find those connection points with people. Mm -hmm. You need to find those things that they will know that you heavily research them. So they feel like, oh, this person knows me. Mm -hmm. They know what to ask me. I'm not in some dummies hands the worst is when you are an interviewer by the way and you are being interviewed by someone who has mm. no clue what's going on Ew. so even though i got everything at 11 p.m last night guess who was up all night when you're on the go 24 7 like me guys finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at macy's do for me from working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials it's been my go-to for so many years and having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first-time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. Watching and reading everything. Wait, can you um, do that again? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you have to be prepared. And when you're prepared, you can kind of just let everything go at that point. Yeah and have a conversation and then you can be focused and in your zone it's no different than i'm sure a player like kevin was mentioning sugar ray leonard i had a conversation with him i think it was last christmas uh gosh i forget whose party it was one of those like hollywood parties and i was like i feel like there's an energy that hits 
where you're so in your zone that now you kind of transcend wherever you are and mm. you become almost like godlike. You can do anything. Things that you never thought were possible, you can do. And and it's because you're connected. Or like when you see Larry Bird and you look at his his highlights, that man was not as technically skilled as he ended up being on the court, but I think he was so connected to mm. to the game and like he could do things blindfolded he could have played the whole game and won blindfolded and he basically did a lot of the time but that's when you have done your work your billion you know foul shots and you know your billion you know preparations that once you're in it you get in your zone and you can do anything mm-hmm. and you just kill right when i wrestled at wrestlemania i don't know who that was i don't know how i learned mm-hmm. that match like Literally that day in a 20-minute session, went out there in front of 75,000 fans at Dolphin Stadium. I don't remember anything after walking out of Gorilla and the lights hitting me. And I was like, although I remember seeing Mark Wahlberg for a row and being like, what the (laughs) F are you doing here? He had no idea I was going to be wrestling. So random. But but something takes over and you just, you do it. And I nailed Mm. everything I had to do. And I'm not a professional wrestler, but I was prepared and had you know done my work so that I could make that moment work or dancing mm-hmm. with the stars same thing i i you know had a security guard when i was having one of my f- moments at like the last weeks and i was starting to kind of break down and he goes do you understand you're rehearsing maybe 30 hours more than anybody else here he's like i'm watching <laughs> i'm here and i go I do. He's like, yeah. And I go, okay, okay. And then I went out and got perfect tens that week because I had done the work. So you gotta, you gotta prepare, and that's when you can have your magic happen. Ooh, I love um, it. Well, Trevor's such a genius with all this focus, neutral, mental visualization, and I think in 2020 we couldn't need this more. So I'm so excited to have him on. Me yeah, too. I'm always excited to have him on. In the meantime, if you haven't subscribed on YouTube, please do. You get that little notification that lets you know who is coming up on the show, so you don't miss a great interview. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you consume your content. And you can follow us at Better Together with Maria on Instagram. Kelsey's been killing it on our Instagram Thank account. Thank you so much. You're welcome very much. Uh, from your notes, though. You know, it's it's not it's not just me. I'm getting notes from you. I'm getting notes from friends. Like, that's why I'm killing it, because we're better together. And our bomb interns. That, too. Oh, yeah, they're everything. Mm-hmm. Thank you, I don't want to lose them. <laughs> We've got a great team. So we're going to figure that out. Also, if you haven't joined us on Patreon... Click the link in my bio or in the bio of Better Together. It's super easy to join us. And we are, of course, offering ad-free content there. But also, you get extra episodes. And we have our uh, Patreon healing events and workshops with the great, incredible guests that we have here, which you know are all renowned healers and doctors and experts. And, of course, um, you now have access to them uh, through these workshops and can have one-on-one contact with them. And I think that there couldn't be anything more valuable when you can have Patty Penn do a tapping session with you and you've never tried tapping and you've always wanted to, but you're, you know it's too expensive to try and not see whether that's actually going to yield a result for you. This is when you get these opportunities or um, any of the incredible people. Saw to Simone and, mm-hmm. and, and that workshop we had was incredible. And then if you haven't, signed up and you're signing up now you still have access to that library to go back in there and do all of this so um, it's also a fun way for us to get to know each other 
personally because we're all there live and it's I really, really cool. enjoy it. It is fun. We always cry. Plus you get to join you get to join the heel squad. That's yeah. Right. The heel squad. So no, it's been nice though because I've known a lot of your Patreon members now have become friends mm-hmm. and they're helping each other mm-hmm. and they're supporting each other. And uh, it really is valuable. And I'll tell you guys, you know, I will tell you how hard these three work. I mean, uh, these guys have um, minimized their social lives uh, incredibly for this show. And, you know, you know, on our end, we spend a lot of money to do it. But we believe in what we're doing and we see the lives we're helping. This is really your chance to help us back, mm-hmm. you know, um, by joining the Patreon. It, it's going to help us keep this going. Um, hopefully grow it, expand it, you know, bring in more people. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely more than just laying down five or 10 bucks or whatever it is. There's, a, there's something bigger here, bigger community to, for you to join, but then also you're really helping us because it is hard. Um, it's hard to show uh, it's, it's uh, not a money maker. So it costs us a lot of money and it costs Maria money and time. And it costs Jeff and Kelsey a lot of time. Um, so yeah, every bit helps. I feel like it's like the old PBS back in Boston. You know, hmm. Channel Two used to have its telethon begging for money. Yeah, and they always said they were going to go off the air. We were shows and we believed it. So I didn't want to go without Zoom. So we always pony so up. So what are you money. saying? We're a scam? <laughs> well, they were. Well, they always said they were going out. They never did. So I don't know. Uh, boo. Maybe we're the same For way. example. I kind of liked it. I kind of no, liked it's it. It's funny, but it just went south at the end. <laughs> well, I ended with a joke. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, uh, I like your... I like your... But even NPR does that, too, Jeff. Don't yeah. they beg for money? Yeah. 100%. And, you know, it is it is just like Kev said. What you're doing is, you know, we're a missional show. We do this because we love it, but we also do it because, you know, Maria's health journey saved her life, you know, mm-hmm. and... Maria has, unfortunately or fortunately, Maria's heart isn't one to just let that happen. When her life was saved, she knew she had to do something and give back. And that's what this is. And we want to keep the show as high quality with well-vetted experts as we can. And that does take money, time, and resources. So by joining our team, you get to join the Super Heal Squad and um, you help keep the show um, top-notch. And we really, really appreciate that. We do. And I was just going to add a nice little note because our Patreon episodes have been really fun lately, you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, you get a different side of Maria, Jeff, and I <laughs> that you don't get on the show. So that, I think, is really valuable and really cool, along with all the other things that come. But, like, last week's episode, oh, we had a, a hoot. It was so much fun. So I think it's cool. It's so much more... Um, intimate on Patreon. Yeah. And I think that that's mm-hmm. something that is really special. Ooh, also go to mariamanunos.com and sign up for our newsletter because it's going out this that's week. Right. Kelsey and I just shot another uh, makeup tutorial video mm-hmm. with all my clean products that you guys are going to love because I've tested them and they are true and I'm not being paid to tell you any one of them is awesome. It is true advice. True which advice. you know, guys, that's what I really, really love. Oh, um, last night, talk about true advice honey so you know that um we had partnered with thrive market um not too long ago and it was only until we had the gut expert dr Lipman, and i read his book and he talked about how um thrive market offers grass-fed grass-finished meat so i made a box i ordered it last night along with some of my other items that i needed here and i'm going to test it out 
And so I got some fish, I got some poultry, I got some beef, and we're gonna test everything out. And I think that's how we're gonna be able to get our organic, clean meat. So I'm not eating hormones that are gonna grow the thing in my head. And yes, that is very exciting. That was exciting last night. Yeah, I know. Because that's hard out? to research. It's so annoying to have to find clean meat and the right finish and whatever the heck. There's just so much there. But that's why I love Thrive because they actually do the work for you. And it was cool because, I mean, our two options were both, we knew they were both clean. So it was like, okay, which of these two ones, which is the mm-hmm. quote unquote better yeah. of the two? Yeah. So easy. So I think we still have our landing page. If you want to yeah. buy through our mm-hmm. landing page, it does help yeah. us. Um, thrivemarket.com backslash better together. In the meantime, I sent um, a little um, text to you, honey, because <laughs> romaine lettuce has been recalled in California. Again? Oh, wow. But it's in a bunch of states. Face. <laughs> so our friends at Walmart, <laughs> I was on their website last night trying to find the reindeer because I, I went on to Sam's Club and they couldn't deliver my reindeer. I'm so sad. Oh, no. I shouldn't have left them in the store that day. Anyway. Oh, no. Um, we might have to make another yeah, trip. Yeah, we'll go back. To go get it. Of course. Because uh, their reindeer weren't as good as Sam's right. Club's reindeers right. because they don't have as many lights on them. Right. It's it's a thing. It's a whole thing. Yeah. So back to romaine, though. But Kevin looks Romaine scared. lettuce, <laughs> it's a Walmart thing. So I will share with you guys. So there's this E. coli situation so 19 states at walmart locations um this lettuce was recalled it's called tenemura lettuce so uh listen we won't spend too much time on that but if you are a main lettuce eater like i am Mm -hmm. you want to make sure you're taking a peek at that and making sure you don't have uh the wrong one in your fridge also, um, I forgot to mention we talked about the whole garage door thing, <laughs> and uh, I did let Kevin know that I smashed into our garage door here. Um, I I have to Kevin's say, faces are so good. I don't do this stuff normally. Like when we were in Boston with Daria, I I dropped my credit card and then I I tried to pick it up, and in the interim, the the gate at a parking lot. And I collided. You did not tell me that. Yeah. So I bent this little gate and um, yeah. So that was like 170 bucks. I had to get that fixed. So um, then the other day, so Kelsey, this is, I'm blaming Kelsey for this. Okay. And this happened one time. So So there was a moment where I was driving and Kelsey just decided to walk in front of the vehicle as it was moving. (laughs) And I had a heart attack that it was going to kill her because I just don't know what was going through her head wanting to walk in front of a moving vehicle. She wasn't driving yet and she was about to drive and I walked behind the car. Yeah. Anyhow. (laughs) So when I was backing out of the, the garage this time, I was terrified so I look to see where she is because I don't want to hit Kelsey. Really need her to do her work, Jeff. Um, <laughs> so I was really scared I was going to hit her and she was going to walk in front of the car. And I watched her move over to the side. And I was like, oh, okay, she's safe. Because I was so focused on that, I wasn't focused on is the garage gate all the way up. So I back up, smash into it. Boom. Like a real loud smash. Yeah. And then when we try to close the garage, it wouldn't close because the whole frame <laughs> is bent. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused 
on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. (laughs) But I will say, pretty handy, farm girl Maria figured it out. So if I hung myself on the little metal latch, I was able to push it through and it would fall off track a couple times. Then I got it back on the track. It was pretty funny. So we got it closed. (laughs) But now the worst part is (laughs) if we have to take the trash out, we have to bring it in through the house. The bike. The bike. We can't get it in the garage. It's going to get cold here. So I have to wait till Kevin gets back to try to get him to bend it back. But now I'm thinking if I just get a sledgehammer, maybe I can DIY this. Damn. I I really think we could. I know Maria was worried that she was going to have to get a whole new one. And I was like, no, sister. I was like, I can't handle another bill. We can do it. We can do it. Yeah. We can do anything. I just want to make sure whatever (laughs) happens, it's on film so that we can... Jeff, I wish you saw, like, I wish someone was filming when you recounted that, Maria. It was hilarious. I'm running back and forth to, to the push lady the to push the button. I'm hanging Maria's- on this little metal thing. <laughs> All my nails broke. I was, like, hanging on this yeah. thing and then squeezing it in to get the garage door to close. Yeah. It was like- but then <sighs> it wouldn't, and then it would be- go back. And they're like, oh, my God. And then... It was 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 funny. It was funny. But anyhow, is Trevor ready to go? Yeah, he's here. He's ready. Okay, so Trevor Moad is a renowned mental conditioning expert and strategic advisor to some of the world's most elite performers. In 2017, Trevor was named the sports world's best brain trainer by Sports Illustrated. From Fort Bragg to Harvard Business School, from elite quarterbacks to top-level CEOs, Moad's mission is clear to motivate the motivated. We could all use some motivation in 2020. So Trevor is here to walk us through it all. Trevor, thank you so much, as always, for being here. Um, I think you might be our top-rated podcast ever or top-rated episode ever, just so I you know. I could follow Kevin's coaching. <laughs> What's yeah, up, Trevor? Right. How you guys doing? Kevin's talking right. to you, yeah. Trev, good to see you. Great to see you. You guys both look incredibly handsome. <laughs> so, so, Trevor, before we get into uh, some of the stuff we didn't cover in your book last time, can we just talk about the Patriots and the Jets last night? Did you watch the game at all? I, of course. I you know, spent two seasons early on working with Cam, big Cam Newton fan. You did work um, with Cam. Oh, my God, we have so much to talk about. I did, yeah. He, he came out for the draft. I uh, came down to Bradenton, and then I would I fly out to San Diego uh, to work with him when he was working with uh, quarterback coach George Whitfield. And then uh, we had the lockout. So we hired uh, Vinny Testaverde and Ken Dorsey, uh, as well as Chris Winkie, to come work with him um, and had a blast. That's so Different funny guy, because but awesome guy. I was just talking to someone over at the Patriots about something, and I was, you know, talking about Cam and – how I felt like maybe he was a little bit more of an emotional player. 
and things get to him. And so he came out full of like, you know, something to prove and was killing it in that first game. And we were all so excited as Patriots fans, like it's going to be okay without Tom. We're going to be all right. And then COVID happened. He got COVID. And now I feel like he can't get his mojo. And I feel like last night he kind of might've gotten a little of it back. But when I was talking to them, I wanted to say he should work with Trevor because he yeah. needs he needs yeah. some guidance right now. Yeah, I, you know, it was funny. The last time I saw him... And he needs weapons, uh, but whatever. The, the last time was right around this time last year, Georgia, we were, uh, we were playing Auburn, and Cam had like a camera crew following him. And I was on the sideline as our receivers were warming up, and it was nighttime. And all of a sudden, I feel myself going vertical up about six feet and then flipping onto my face on the ground with someone holding my feet. And it was Cam who came behind me and grabbed me <laughs> and uh, picked me up. Just, I loved Cam. You know, when he was in Florida, uh, every time I'd come back to my office, I had like eight or nine Alabama pitchers. And he would take all the pitchers and put them upside down. And, uh, and then so, but, you know, just good guy, different. Like when we would, we would go to Walmart at like three in the morning, take the golf carts like out driving on the street. Uh, but you know what? Uh, um, I, emotional, and it was it was really interesting back then because he wouldn't give you a lot of eye contact, but he could hear everything. So I think there's a lot of things that are misunderstood about Cam. You know, yeah. uh, obviously really handsome, um, but I think the biggest thing, truthfully, Maria, uh, with your Patriots, first of all, number one is Cam physically healthy and he looked at versus seattle no question about the 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 gun you know sort right. of slinging between russell um but i don't know that he is and then you know with hightower and you had 10 players step back you know from uh with covid not with it but choosing to be exempt from the season take the three hundred fifty thousand dollars. um you're just missing way too many players i know yeah. it's really I challenging think it, i think it'll the Belichick and Brady and, you know, uh, this game humbles you quick. Brady, 38-3 last week. You know, he's not exactly uh, Jehovah's Witness right now either. <laughs> yeah, I feel like – I feel Cam is manic. And and uh, I, I was saying to Maria, I wish Trevor or somebody could work with him. It's like at the end of the game yesterday, he finally smiled. Yeah. No, there was only a couple of moments we actually smiled and was happy. And I feel like somebody's got to get with him and say, it's okay. Boo. Go out there. Honey, there wasn't a lot to be happy about in last night's game. We were losing big to the Jets. The Jets. I only watched the fourth quarter, man. Zero wins. The deeper he he goes in his head. Yeah. He's like throwing. I mean, the guy's got a rocker for an arm. He's throwing the ball into the ground. He's not himself. Well, you got to remember, Kev. Physiology is such a huge part of this game. You know, he's year nine year, or year 10. Um, I mean, your, his body has taken an absolute he's taken a beating, I know. Well, and you he know, got so, injured last night, too. He got that hit to the neck that he's definitely yeah. hurting today. So, Who knows? But I, what I will say, in my experience with him, just a really dynamic, really good guy. Um, you know, and he does a lot. You know, he was at the Nickelodeon Awards last year as well. And um, he's gotten so unique with the hats and all that stuff I love in the beginning outfits. sweater vests. And so I don't, you know, uh, but good guy, uh, hang in there with new England. They're not too far uh, out of a wild card berth. Each team uh, gets an extra uh, wild card berth 
in both leagues this year with, because of the pandemic. Do you feel but great like to see Trevor you guys from Lake Arrowhead, California? <laughs> oh, I, you're I Lake Arrowhead. Here. I love it. I moved up here uh, three months ago just to get away. Manhattan Beach, you know, nobody was following any rules. Uh, nobody was, you know, and it's just scary. And uh, so I moved up here, and and uh, I think you guys probably can can empathize as uh, in in your new digs. Um, and uh, so yeah, so I live up here, and I got to go into LA every now and then. But other than that, I um, hang out with the hobbits. Oh my gosh! So true story, Trev. Kelsey was uh, obsessed with an apartment in Manhattan Beach that she had told her friend, if you ever move, please let me know. I want to go in. So she got the call like two weeks ago. Uh The apartment's going to be open. So it was like the big decision, right? And and we were all weighing in. And I was like, I don't know. I don't have a good feeling about it, Kelsey. But I don't want to. I don't want to interfere. You know, there were a lot of positives. We weighed out the positives and the negatives. Well, lo and behold, the uh, landlord literally stripped her from her and I was telling her I go listen driving from Manhattan Beach to the valley is excruciating the parking there is excruciating yeah. it is an odd time in the world the beach communities are not are, are not what they are even normally uh, they're not right. awesome but whatever and so I kept telling her all this and so you saying that just now we just looked at each other we're like <laughs> oh yeah Thank God it didn't work out. Truly. Well, when, when we know when you, cause I lived on the strand in the summer, then I lived back up a little ways. Um, when you can get up and skateboard down and go to yoga at six in the morning and, you know, do those things when you're not traveling, you're four miles from the airport, which was, I, I haven't been to an airport since January, you know? Uh, so it, it's just, you know, and, and being newly independent, I, I could go wherever I wanted. And Lake Arrowhead's beautiful, and you know I can I can do these calls and um, and do the things that I need to do. We're working on the second book now. You which are. Is great. Um, we uh, uh, are finalizing everything with Harper Collins for the second book, um, which is great. And and so if you can handle a lot of psychological independence, I brought my mom down. Uh, she comes in tomorrow. I'm quarantining her for two weeks in an Airbnb. And then she'll hang out for like a month. She's 75. Um, but other than that, you know, um, uh, it's just, look, I, I've always talked to you guys about how your behavior precedes your success. Um, sometimes you've got to do the things before you see the outcomes. And, and then, you know, what can you still control in this unique, you know, I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Year of, of 2020. 
And what I don't want to be is like many people who are still so well equipped to live in a world that doesn't uh, exist anymore. Yeah. You know, I, I want to be adaptable and, and be able to live in November of 2020. And a lot of that is, uh, you know, uh, you know, who would have thought walking into a grocery store would be terrifying. Um, uh, but, but for me, it is. So, um, you know, how do you, how do you manage all that stuff and, and, uh, and navigate through it? So here we are. Yeah. So how do you advise people to handle the ever changing world we're living in, in 2020? Um, how do you talk to your athletes and tell them how to handle the ever changing rules and regulations? And especially in their world, I mean, everyone's having to bubble up and all of that, but if you're, whether you're in a bubble or you're like us and we're out of a bubble, how do you adapt to the changing world without um, kind of suppressing your feelings too? Well, I think you have to take the judgment out of it um, because the judgment is a killer, you know, and like, why is this happening? And, um, you know, and that's where we've, we've talked about negativity inputs, but with negativity being 40 to 70 times more powerful, you've got to really manage, you know, for me, I disabled my TV for six months. So all I had was, you know, Netflix and, hmm. and, uh, you know, the major elements just, just because everything else was so terrifying. Now, as we got uh, closer, uh, the last three, four weeks, closer to the election, other things as, and I'm up here, I made the choice. I, I, I'm okay watching some of that. I could handle some of that more. I was interested in it. I wanted to follow more of the opinion. But, you know, so first, but really controlling the negativity uh, inputs, um, you know, not trying to change other people, but but working on the edges of where you can manipulate and manage through the negativity. What am I watching? What am I saying? Uh, who am I surrounding myself? When I get a free call, who am I calling? Um, really good balance. I have like eight o'clock movie night. If I have a choice between Philadelphia with Tom Hanks and Cinderella man with Russell Crowe at this point in my life, I'm choosing Cinderella man, you know? Um, and it, and then all that stuff sounds funny, but, uh, you know, the aggregate of marginal gains, which I think I'd mentioned to you is how do we make micro improvements across small areas? And when you look at the national football league, if you're going to make it, you got to go from great to greater in a lot of things and good to better in a lot of things. Um, and you don't need to be sick to get better. So I think so much of that is powerful, but I think with the athletes, uh, not judging, you know, you know, obviously working with an NBA team that was in the bubble, I was still in California, uh, you know, but just advising doing the best I could of like how, you know, it is going to be boring. It's going to be a unique challenge testing twice a day. Um, you know, I've taken, you know, 10 of these tests, like, you know, getting out of your own head and all the other stuff and just kind of navigating through it. And, and, you know, no matter what I can deal with it and, and uh, doing the best that you can to, to control the elements. And then, all right, we're meeting, not face to face, but we're meeting via zoom. People like zoom meetings. You can't do you, you know, look, you can point out all the things about zoom meetings that don't work, but I think fundamentally they're going to, they're going to change our lives for the better, Yeah, you know, relative to travel and all those things. And then, um, you know, I can't even go have Thanksgiving with, you know, like the Michael Johnson, the great Olympic sprinter who lives in Malibu. We're having this conversation. He just, you know, he just said, I took a look 
at uh, everything up until March. And I said, none of it's going to be what it was. You know, I love going out to dinner. I love traveling. I love going to Italy. Like none of that stuff's going to happen. Yeah. So we'll do the best we can to bring Italy to us and to, to, you know, to go walk on the beach. Uh, My last point, Maria, was just think of the words, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do can be an exclamation point. Like, what can I do? Or it can be a question mark, like, what can I do? And I think now that's how we kind of have to navigate it. If it means go to Connecticut, if it means go to Lake Arrowhead, if it means go to Seattle, uh, if it means, uh, it doesn't make it easier, right? The idea of neutral is, yeah, this sucks, but things could change in a heartbeat, you know, like yesterday morning at 6 a.m. was like that, eh, and then at 7 a.m. vaccine, you know, like <laughs> I mean, you never really know. Yeah. So you know, I think, Kev, you know what I'm saying? I, I, yes, I just I do. The well, idea it can also just, be a statement, right? What can I do rather than focusing right. on what you can't do? Right. But, but I mean, like, it, it's the emphasis, you know, um, you know, like, what can I do versus like, what can I do? Yeah. Right. But how do you, you know, advise it, your athletes who are stuck in the bubble? Like like a Cam Newton, for example, I don't feel like probably is the type of person who likes to be in the bubble. Nobody does. But there are different personalities that can handle things better than others. How do you advise your athletes who are having to work under those uh, circumstances to be able to continue their seasons? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think in the NBA from – a lot of my friends who coach and, and I had a, uh, you know, a long conversation like uh, I think it was with uh, Billy Donovan, who's mm-hmm. just a really good friend and now coaches the bulls. Were you working was, you know, with like, the bulls? Uh, what's that? Were you working with the bulls this summer? I wasn't working with the bulls. He was coaching Oklahoma city oh, okay. this year. And I had worked with Oklahoma city a few years back, but Billy and I had been friends for a long time. He was a long time coach in Gainesville at the university of Florida one of the best guys I've ever met. And, and, you know, some Lawrence Frank, Billy Donovan, I mean, some of these guys are just incredible people. Um, And, uh, but what Billy uh, said was like, literally it's like treadmill a couple of times, multiple tests a day, you're running your practices and, and you're going home to your TV. And then, you know, doing that, they did some things for players with player lounges and stuff, but look what, I mean, the NBA was the perfect example. They had like, uh, no negative or, or no positive tests. And it showed you, if you follow the rules, what can happen. Yeah. But it was tough, you know, for, uh, uh, for those guys. And it also did work out. They only had eight, eight games left in their season for the most part. So they were able to kind of shift right into the playoffs. Right now, the, the NFL had the opportunity to have a bubble. Yeah. Uh, in localized in each team's community in Seattle or New England or, um, you know, um, uh, keep a skein, but the players didn't want to. Yeah, they have so, to be in their own bubbles, basically. Their personal well, bubbles. Well, you know, so it's incumbent upon if Russell goes to practice, that Russell's going to go home and be with his family mm-hmm. and, and you know, not do those other things. And I think, you know, that's going to be – the NFL hit a really tough stretch about three weeks ago, but it looks like now the way they're doing it because they've gone to testing twice a day is if you do test positive, they're testing so frequent – they can isolate you without necessarily having to shut down the team because everybody else has had such frequent testing. Um, you know, it seems, it seems like the additional testing has helped, but I mean, who would have thought Maria, we'd, you know, be having a conversation like this 
No. Um, but it, we do, and and um, we get a roll. You know, I think it's just how do I adapt and how do I adjust? Change is inevitable. Growth is optional. Change is inevitable. Growth is optional. Wow. I love that. That's a great quote. Write that down. I love that. Uh, you know. Last time we spoke, Trevor, we didn't talk about visualization, and it is a part of your kind of teaching and your philosophy. Can you share how you instruct people on visualization? Yeah, to, to me, it's, it's a, a more advanced skill, but it's a, an important skill. You know, what it allows you to do is to um, see yourself as if you can already perform something you haven't quite mastered, you know, and, and it became real popular in the, you know, in the 50s, 60s and 70s during the Cold War uh, in the former Soviet Union at their Olympic training camps uh, called psycho cybernetics. And this sort of cybernetic, which sounds like a Schwarzenegger, like a Terminator. <laughs> Sabadon system cybernetics. Uh, but it, it's, it's essentially, um, your mind can't distinguish between a real experience and an imagined one, mm -hmm. right? Um, and that goes back to, you know, you're at school um, and all of a sudden you, you jump and you thought you fell down a cliff and you didn't. So when we learn how to, through eidetic imagery or guided imagery or progressive muscle relaxation, so a lot of times as we advance with our teams, we'll lay our guys back, squeeze your feet four seconds, relax them. Squeeze your calves, four seconds, relax them. Squeeze your quads, four seconds, relax them. And then, you know, we'll regulate, breathe in for four, uh, four seconds, hold it for four seconds, release it for four seconds. And then as... As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. I'll start playing crowd noise and then at playing the crowd noise and then first person present tense, first quarter. All right. And then kind of take the next three or four minutes, play through your specifics, see yourself grabbing the ball, see yourself, you know, all the different types of things, first person, present tense. Before we go to the youth world cups back in the days with the Freddie Adus and Josie Altidores, I take the guys to the beach and I'd, uh, we'd lay down. I'd play the national anthem with crowd noise before the kids are getting ready to go play in Mexico or in central America. It's uh like a vividly imagining an experience in advance of that experience happening so um, it, it can happen you know uh, through uh, relaxing your muscles regulating your breathing then uh, walking yourself like a golfer you know I've had golfers who you know keep slicing off the tee and then we go through you know the mental rehearsal 
And as they mentally rehearse it, they slice off the teeth. So until we can fix it in their mind, Mm -hmm. they're never going to be able to go out in the course and do it. So 10 perfect ones, 10 perfect free throws, uh, you know, see yourself as you step up to that presentation, confident, you look down to your hands, you look at your note cards, um, you look at uh, your skin, you look at the, you know, the, the more you can reinforce it. So the best example of it is the matrix. I mean, the, the, the matrix built a whole trilogy on the idea of cybernetics. You know, I, I remember that scene, I remember showing the Jacksonville Jaguars this, where um, uh, Neo, um, which was Lawrence Fishburne, and, uh, and then Keanu, and he's, and he's like, like, where are we? We're inside a computer program? Like, is, this isn't real. And he said, you know, what is real? Mm-hmm. All real is, is electrical signals interpreted by your brain. And I sound like the total American, right? Quoting Matrix on a great program like Better Together. But <laughs> it was a, a great metaphor that you could live a whole life through your subconscious mm-hmm. and never really tell the difference. So, um, but, you know, Maria, I always go back to it. You know how I am that focusing on the subconscious, uh, programming ad campaigns like Just Do It from Nike or I take setbacks as temporary. I bounce back quickly. I feel healthy. I do, you know, uh, I stay on top of my health uh, with rigor, with passion, with persistence. Like all of those things are powerful, but they don't matter if we don't watch what we internally consume, mm-hmm. TV wise, our remote, what we say out loud, you know, all the basic fundamentals. And I've always felt like the self esteem movement, a personal development movement, has gone too quick to the subconscious and not focused enough on the conscious, what we verbalize, what we watch, where I think the real power is. Yeah, I think that's kind of like step one. You got to clean all that out first. Got to clean all of that up, to which is so much like. I control what I say, mm-hmm. you know, I, I control what I say. And, 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 and so I think that that's, you know, really, really important. That well, idea of, um, you know, I, I can do this. I can manage this. I, I have some control of my life. Maybe not as much as I had nine months ago in some ways, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, in other ways I still do. I like when people are like, I can do hard things. <laughs> like that makes me feel better. And I, I have to say what you're talking about, we've talked a lot about on this show at different times with um, the studying of Esther Hicks, where it's like you have to envision what you want and feel it as it as if it's happening currently to you and celebrate as if it's currently happening to you in order for you to manifest it into your life. And so for Kevin, someone like Kevin, who's like a dude, like a real dude, He's not going to connect with an Esther Hicks like I do, but your way he can connect to a lot easier. Yours is more relatable. So I'm sure, Kev, just hearing Trevor say that, it connects with you a little bit more because we'll get to um, language and how important language is because I feel like, you know, there are a lot of self-fulfilling prophecies, whether it's like, I'm never going to have the career I want, or I'm never going to be successful, or I'm never, my time has passed, I'm too old. There's so many of those things that you hear people say, and then you're just contributing to the end result that you're, you're prophesizing. Right. Um, and, and I think where I might relate to Kevin more is, you know, like I've told you there, there are no Tony Robbins in sports. 
you know, like athletes aren't looking for self-help. Uh, it hasn't grown the industry of sports psychology really um, because the expectation is the expectation. This is the quality standard. You meet it or you go. Yep. You know, and there's the article recently on Russell Wilson spending a million dollars on his body and his mind a year. And, and you have LeBron and you've got a handful of guys, TB12, mm-hmm. right? Guerrero, uh, Alex Guerrero, I think, and, and Tom Brady. Uh, but for the most part, you know, it's just you, like there's not a lot of resources. You get in and you perform. Um, and then to some degree, you'll, you might grab somebody like me and a few others that, hey, that makes sense. Uh, or a Nick Saban's going to say, hey, you're going to be a part of our program. This year, I've spent a lot of time with Michigan State football um, and, uh, you know, really focusing on, you know, right now we're focusing on, like, how do you be consistent? We just beat Michigan, and then we just lost to Iowa, and it's kind of part of that journey of um, if I'm good enough to do it sometimes, why am I not good enough to do it all the time? You know, and we all we all fight that battle in our lives. And that's the difference between unconscious competence and conscious competence. And unconscious competence is, hey, Kevin, you were amazing. Uh, you you, you, you uh, had an incredible performance. This is what you did with Maria's career and After Buzz and all the different things that you've done in LA. What do you attribute your success to? Hey, man, I got no idea. Maybe like a neap tide or like earthworms. I mean, I got, you know, like that's not a good answer. You know, rather than, well, this is, we did this, this, and this. This is what we did with Maria. This is how we, t- like, that's a good answer, you know, um, and, and that constant evolution. You know, Russell can have five touchdowns and explain why, and then he can also, you know, have two two interceptions and explain why. Yeah. You know, and not be afraid of it, but own it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kev, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I go back to Cam Newton because I do, I've been watching him very closely every game. And you mentioned the game with him against Russell. To me, that was the two best quarterbacks in football in that moment. In that moment. In that moment. And I think his, I think that him being 16-0 and 0 his first season, I remember when he lost that Super Bowl, I remember telling my father-in-law, because I've been a fan from day one. And I remember telling my father-in-law, I said, someone's got to get with this kid. Yep. Because he's never going to recover. Yep. And unfortunately, I was right. Yeah. And if you watch the first few games of the Patriots, even Tony Romo was saying like, hey, wait a second. We we shouldn't be counting out these Patriots. And he gave them a dynamic they never had before. They mm-hmm. never had a guy who could run. They never had a guy who who was more of a um, – he was actually better for the millennials, if I may go out on a limb. I don't know yeah. the infrastructure as much. But as an outsider, it seems like he was better with the young receivers where Tom intimidated them. Right. Tom was just like, bring your A game and shut up. Whereas this guy wrapped his arms around them and was like, it's going to be okay. I've been through it. And then COVID happened. And I feel like he just spiraled again. And I feel 100% mental coaching is you're scratching the surface, Trev. It's going to get so much bigger because millennial culture and Gen Z culture demands it. I, I do agree that. I, I mean, I, I definitely agree with that, particularly Gen Z culture, um, you know, which I've been learning a lot more about Generation Z of late, which Generation Z seems to be more of a going back to a little bit of toughness and some of those other areas, but it needs a lot of inclusion and it yeah. needs, it's, you know, asks a lot of questions, you know? So, um, no, I, 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 to, to Maria's point, um, you know, I, I just think simplicity for the vast majority of our country 
we're looking for answers that can help us right now, you know, um, and uh, language and, and uh, habits and behaviors, you know, um, you know, all that stuff, you know, can happen right now. And when I go back to Cam, I remember when we were at the pro day or not the pro day, but the combine and, um, you know, at night he would come to my room and we would go through very specific things for the press conferences and he's all in. And then, you know, the day that he threw, um, you know, he missed three or four throws, but they focused heavily on that. Um, and I just remember when he had his pro day in Auburn, um, you know, he, he's a big time player who performs in, in big time moments that Super Bowl, you know, you had the ultimate contrast the year before Russell throws that huge interception and they, you know, he comes out in his press conference devastated, but they said, you know, Hey, Pete Carroll said it was his fault. Russell said, balls in my hand. It was my fault, but I like the way we attacked it. The approach, we got all the way down, got to the one yard line, got to give Tom Brady, got to give the Patriots credit, give Malcolm Butler was a heck of a play that next year, you know, Cam just walked out of the press conference and he says, you show me, you show me a good loser. I'll show you a loser and who's right or who's wrong. But that's why I always say for those who vent out a lot of negativity, Hey, I just need to vent it. There's no science that supports venting as being good or bad. It just, it's a lot of negativity and the organization and cam never moved on from that moment uh, where Russell by handling it, how he did, help the organization start down the path. Ooh, good you know, point. And, so then for the everyday yeah, person think, who feels like they're venting, um, you know, because sometimes I'll say to Kevin, I just need to vent for a second. What is the alternative? Um, How do you well, handle I, all I those emotions you need to let out? I, I still think it goes back to um, discipline to not say anything in that moment, but to step away you know, breathe, you know, just, just, um, it, it's like, uh, you know, in, in a sporting event, you make a mistake and you come to the sideline. There's a moment where you can vent, throw your helmet, do all those other things, or just, you know, sit down and start working through the truth in your mind. Um, it's like, that's to me, there's no judgment. There's no right or wrong, but if negativity is 40 to 70 times more powerful as we verbalize it, you have made it significantly more uh, challenging for yourself to move on. Mm. Doesn't mean, and, and that might be okay, but if you didn't say it or you went to, all right, this is not going the way I want to go. Like uh, how, and, and not trying to be positive, Maria, because positive at that point will feel inauthentic. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not ready to move to that place. You know, but not going to negative, just being like, all right, that sucked. All right, what I like, I, 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 what do I need to do? All right, I'm, I'm on NFL The Grind. This is this is the piece I'm working on. How do we finish this thing strong? Mm. You know, or, or and, and then just go to the truth. Sucked. What do I need to do now? There's nothing wrong with just saying, God dang it. I could be so much better. And then just getting there quicker. Interesting. You know, yeah, because if you, wrong, if like, you, um, I wouldn't confront somebody for venting. Yeah, because if you swim in the negative, you're not going to come to the solution, right? You're just adding just fuel too, to the fire. It's too powerful. Yeah. It's just, it's, it, you know, it's rather too than powerful. thinking, That's what's why... the solution? How can I turn this around? Right. And then, you know, but the first step, like we said, is just 
you know, like we told our players, as crazy as it sounds, stop saying stupid things out loud. You know, like, because that's all you can prove is that hurts you. Mm-hmm. Saying great things out loud, there's no proof that that helps you. So remember, so much of what defines a great performer in the world, in your industry, in the medical community, in the pharmaceutical community, in the flooring community, in the athletic world, in the special operations community, is not what he or she does, it's what they're willing not to do. What they're willing not to watch, what they're willing not to eat, who they're willing not to engage with. You know, um, because a lot of times in life we can't make things better in the short term, but we can make them a lot worse. I love that. Just like such a switch of perspective. What am I willing not to do to be greater? You know, even on the show every day, we're bringing in experts like you, Trev, to make us better. But sometimes focusing on all the improvements we have to make can be overwhelming. So rather than focusing on all these improvements we have to make, maybe we, we focus on the things that we can do, the things that we won't do anymore that will add up to to better results. Like even this morning, I was thinking, wow, I wonder how quitting soda has affected me, right? That was something I was willing not to do anymore. Um, And so that yields a result rather than saying the opposite, right? Like I have to do all these things to stay healthy and whatever. I was like, let me just remove this. Yeah, and, and, and think about that. I was watching something with Brendan Burchard or one of those top self-esteem and he was talking about, you know, getting up and journaling and doing all these things and, and all things that are really good. But I was thinking about the community that I've served, like our guys aren't going to do that ever, mm-hmm. ever <laughs> for 30 minutes and journaling, yeah. never happening. The odds of me ever doing that, no shot. <laughs> right. But there are a lot of things I cannot do. Yeah. You know, and, 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 I think if if people listening to the show identified the five things that they could not do right now that could immediately change their life, that would be a powerful starting point. What are the five things you would suggest right now to have people not do to change their lives? I would find that the television stations that that you know don't help you and not watch them as often. Um, food that you know doesn't help you and not eat them as often. People that you know don't help you uh, by engaging them by choice, not necessarily coworkers, but people that you know aren't the right ones for you and not engage with them as often. Relationships that you know can be toxic and not help you get where you wanna go or develop the, 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 the roots inside you in the way you wanna live and not engage them as much and, and then, you know, lastly, I think, um, uh, you know, the language uh, in which you communicate, the goals and aspirations, um, you know, that you have uh, by, by doing a better job of identifying um, what you could immediately stop doing that would make you closer. You know, I, I saw McConaughey's speech, uh, graduation speech at the University of Houston um, and he goes through his kind of his 13 point checklist and, and, you know, it was incredible. He said, the first thing is, you know, eliminate who you're not. And, you know, I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. And, and then that gets you closer by, you know, to, to getting to who you are, you know, and I think the self-help industry 
And I get it like Maria, the, the vast, the thousands of people that are, are coming to listen to you for years for the incredible service you provide are looking for help. They want to get up early. They want the journal. They want all the elements. They're willing to do that, which is great. I've learned that a lot more in the business community. Um, and, and Kevin and I may not be that way. We still want to be optimized. Mm-hmm. We still want to be big time performers. Yeah. Um, so I, I think you have this population, but I think the broader population by not being intimidated, by just, Hey man, I'm just not going to do that. Yeah. Like not saying certain things, not engaging certain things will change your life. Less negative can change your life. And, and, uh, when that remote's in my hand, I mean, we're competing against that remote. I've had, you know, $25 million a year players, you know, that, that I work with and deal with a lot um, that will go back to Twitter and saying some guy named Slappy, I, Slappy Boy Iowa, you know, in, uh, you know, Des Moines or Sioux City, like giving him power or giving her power in my social media feed as opposed to turning off my notifications, uh, you, you know, it like changed my life. Cause I started to, 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 be, to need slappy boy, uh, his, his perspective rather than like, who do I really need? You know, my spouse, my coworkers, who's going to give me the answer, you know, in a medical situation, my doctor versus the internet, but who's more powerful, my doctor or the internet, you know, and, and, and by not going to the internet, I give my doctor more influence in my life, you know? And, and so, um, Look, I've lived in an industry where uh, they're not watching better together. So how do you put a message that just makes sense? Yeah, It's just simple and basic. But I also agree that visualization imagery, that there's the next level once we master the basics. Yeah. Trev, how you, you, you deal with athletes, I'm sure, and coaches who have bad habits. So I think that's something universal for everybody listening. What do you do you do have techniques to break a bad habit? Yeah. You, you know, um, limitless minds, we focused a lot on teaching this language, right? The business I have with Russell, which is kind of all designed this way. And, 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 and one of our statements is first you form a habit, then that habit forms you, you know? Um, and, and so even the basic ones, right, Kev, you're walking in, uh, in Encino, or Chino, or, you know, LA, and you have to take your shoes off. And the first five times you walk in with, you wipe your shoes on. And then after a while, you just take them off. You don't even think about it anymore. You know, so, so habits are based upon repetition. Mel Tucker takes over Michigan State football. You got to break the habits. How do you do it? Uh, And you guys have had Joe Dispenza, Mm -hmm. who talks about this, you know, really, really well a more complicated way, but, you know, obviously, um, you know, once you break a behavior, uh, then you break, you, you, you break those wires, then, then you start doing a different way you rewire yourself and those old wires no longer exist. So, you know, how do you focus on habits? What you got to do is mandate behavior and you got to sell. This is why we do it this way just do it that way. We don't care about your feelings. And the doing is what changes the behavior. The feeling is what limits it. Mm. Wow. 
you, you know, and, 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 and so, all right, I'm going to get up and I'm going to walk, um, you know, from here to uh, the UCLA facility down at the front of Lake Arrowhead. And um, I'm doing it like, you know, whether I, and, and, and so I'm mandating it halfway through the walk. I'm glad I'm doing it. Uh, my relationship, wow. I'm not going on my ex-wife's Facebook, um, you know, while I want to, I should know, like, I'm not, it, it doesn't exist. I delete the account. I do like, and, and, you know, and I go from that perspective, you know, so I think that, that the doing, and it goes back to star Wars, you know, uh, do or do not, there is no try. There is no try. You know, but it's all the time. You know, this is the part, this is the one of the few things from the 20th century I would love to carry over to the 21st century, Trev. The challenge I feel is the challenge I I see is that I hear from a lot of my kids, my hopes that no, it's it's you cannot dismiss facts. Right. It's it's feelings first. And what you just said, which I had to write down is that, you know, uh, doing is what changes it and feelings are what um, limits the feelings, it. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. And I'd love J- Jeff and Kelsey to weigh in because they're, you know, in their 20s. And th- I, I know your generation, I hear all the time about feelings over facts. No, I mean, I, I agree. And I think Jeff and I can speak to this both because we're both very um, sensitive people. <laughs> we like to say that we're, I mean, we're both Pisces, right? So we're very sensitive, but I'm serious. Like we, we, we're feelers. We're, we're both fe- feelers. We are, sure. we're both feelers. And so we internalize a lot of things. And I have tried Trevor my whole life to really not necessarily put my feelings on the back burner, but understand what I'm feeling and understand if it makes sense in the situation. Like if it's something important that needs to come up, right? Mm. Because I grew up with parents who were like, why the hell are you crying? Stop crying. Just do it. And I grew up an athlete too. So it's like, I think that was the, oh yeah, your feelings are more important than the facts was kind of be out of me. Mm. So I think I'm kind of a bad example, but they're still there. It's still a battle. It's still a battle. It's still a constant battle. But also it was probably made worse. Like if you don't have a parent that at some point will have your back and make you feel safe to have your feelings that's also probably a challenging thing you can't just have a military you know situation and so you need somebody your parent is supposed to be the one that hugs you and tells you it's going to be okay sometimes not all the time you know it's not and i i mean my mom and i have a constant battle because she'll be like why are you crying and i'm like mom this is my only like this is my mo i i get frustrated and i cry so we've gone through that battle because i'm like why aren't you comforting me and she's like why the hell are you crying again like do something about it stop crying trevor so that would be that how would you how would you coach kelsey through this (laughs) well i i just i don't think that i think there's i don't think it's black or white i think feelings are critical in our life Mm -hmm. you know so but it's, it's, do we lead with them? Right. Do we wait for them to be, uh, you know, the gas in our tank? Or do we, do we, look, I, I talked to you early on about the illusion of choice. Okay. If, if I want to be successful at something, I don't have to make up the path to get there. It's predetermined. Want to be an NFL quarterback? There's already a way. Want to be a good husband? There's already a way. You know, want to be a good pharmaceutical rep? There's already a way. Now, I either do it or I don't. I mean, that's the book. It takes what it takes. So 
if I'm, man, I don't feel like doing it. Um, I want to do this. I, I'm going to accomplish this. So I'm going to do it. And my feelings will catch up. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and the feelings will catch up. So it's just a matter. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with not really wanting to do anything. Mm. You know, like as average people become average through average behavior, not average aptitude. And, mm. and, and oh behavior is, um, you know, um, I feel like, I mean, think about college. How many people get through college in three or four years that are letting feelings dictate them as opposed to, you know what, this organic chemistry teacher sucks, all right? But I'm going because I, I need to pass organic chemistry. Mm-hmm. You know, rather than like, I just need to be inspired by him, you know, or I like what we're talking about today. Like, you know, I lasted two weeks in organic chemistry, so I'm, that's not the good example. <laughs> uh, you know, but I get that. But, yeah. uh, but again, I just think from that perspective is um, if you want something, the doing has to lead it. Mm. But the feeling still exists. But you have to agnostically step back and say, my feelings will betray me. Not because they're right or wrong, because of the nature of what a feeling is. You know, the action is always in my control. Or inaction, right? Uh, The inaction is in my control, not saying something, not watching something. So Trev, this is so valuable. And I just want to say thanks, because I think this is such an important line of conversation. As someone who is a feeler, I've had to work through a lot of this. um, But we have talked about on this show that sometimes our feelings are valuable, right? Like you say, they can sometimes betray us and lead us on a path that isn't constructive, but sometimes they offer really important data and directives for us to take power back in our lives. So how do you vet which feelings are ones that are betraying us versus which ones we should listen to? Well, you know, hopefully I didn't use the word uh, betrayal. Um, Like there's no right or wrong. So our feelings are massively important. You know, why would we get married? Why would we when, why would we love, why would we work if we didn't want to be connected to our feelings? It's just a matter of um, the pace you need to move at. You know, um, in my experience in the athletic world, um, you know, if, if I feel like playing, um, you know, obviously it's going to help me do well. But if I don't feel like playing, I still have a standard I have to meet. And those are my routines and the things that I go out and do. So I don't think there's some feelings we listen to, others we don't. I think a lot of this comes back to self-awareness. Hey, when it comes to the topic of politics, I lose my mind. So I know that about myself. So I'm just gonna kind of let that go and power through that. Uh, when it comes to um, you know, uh, making money, uh, you know, I get really can you know emotional because of how i was raised and my own circumstances so i tend not you know i have to look at it more uh, this way um i think this kind of comes down to it's not like i just know that doing is in our control action solves frustration Mm -hmm. And, and 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 so that's just the truth i can make myself do anything and if i have something I'm aspiring towards, I would rather make myself do it. And then I typically believe my feelings catch up. You know, like uh, I've got a webinar uh, after this and, and then my mom comes in, but if I'm like, uh, I think we're, we're still snowed in here, but if I wanna get this hike, 
you know, at 28 degrees, then, you know, I got to make myself go there. And I know by the time I get to the top of the mountain, I'm going to be glad I did, you know? Um, and uh, so, you know, that that's where I think it's important. It goes back to, um, I think a really good story, you know, lone survivor, the story of Marcus Luttrell, Operation Red Wing, SEAL Team 10. I, I think such an incredible story. Uh, you know, Marcus would, would come and speak to many of the colleges and he rehabbed in Pensacola, uh, where I would work quite often in one of my earlier jobs and, and getting to spend time with them. But I, I'll never forget, um, you know, basically that four, you know, four military operators had to go, um, you know, um, and, and and survey a high-value Taliban target. Uh, the mission goes south, uh, and essentially by the end of the night, everybody dies except Marcus Luttrell. 160 Taliban are surrounding him, and he says he's staring up at the the sky. He, he'd been shot eight times, fibula, tibia broken. He'd bitten his tongue in half, and he just said he just wanted to quit. You know, like he just like. It, it just, it was like in his mind, it was over. Then he had to rationalize it with himself and say, I'm not quitting. Yeah. So he grabbed a rock and he reached his arm out and drew a line. And he said, if I can get to that line and I'm not dead, I'm going to reach my arm out and draw another line and try to get to that line. And then he did that for seven miles until he was ultimately in a position where he could be saved, uh, which he was. You know, and, and like his emotions and his feelings, everybody died, the pain, all that stuff, very real. Then he went to that practical side, that neutral side of drawing a line. And I've never seen a time more powerful in November in 2020 than drawing that line. Hey, look, this is what I'm gonna do today. And I'm gonna reach out and I'm gonna do it. And if, I'm, if, if I, I help myself today, and that's what I'm doing tomorrow, you know, uh, because looking at the big picture is tough to do right now because it's really confusing. And it's elusive. <laughs> it's, and it's, Kevin calls yeah, it like a wet sandwich. Elusive. We have no idea what's coming. We have no idea how things are shifting and you just have to kind of roll through it. And like you said, get to that next line, get to the next line, get to the next line. I think it's such a great story. It reminds me, we got to watch that movie again, Lone Survivor. Wow. Oh yeah. Our friends produced it. Um, so yeah, uh, Peter Berg, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and it's and, and even I watched Cinderella Man recently, and I watched like the the true documentary of Jimmy Braddock, you know, the Irish fighter. It was incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I just watched Cinderella Man too, J just same as you. Just uh, you know, I'm trying to find those things to pump me up. Gladiator. Right. I watched Gladiator recently for some inspo too. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know, Rocky like, Balboa. I, I just think um, I'm such a dude. Like, <laughs> Movies affect my emotions. Yes. So controlling that. I mean, look, it, it, uh, I want to be clear. I, I don't have a lot of answers. What, what, what I've tried to do, you know, A, being raised in a traditional self-help environment, B, having to apply a lot of it on my own at, at various times in my life, um, you know, whether it was marriage, health, uh, sports, athletic, you know, the different types of things. Um, but I think when you start to develop uh, truths in your life. Like, this is not how I shoot, like, this is how we're doing it. You know, I, I, uh, Tony Robbins calls it resolve. No, it's gonna get done. This is going to get done. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just a matter of all of us finding a platform. 
what I would say, you know, with Jeff and, 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 you know, what we're seeing in generation Y and generation Z is, is a constant quest to find different ways to do different things. That's why I'm not a big, when, when somebody says, Trevor, I, you know, I read your book. What should I read next? Just follow my book, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, like we're looking for, like, yeah. you know, these people that are, are like, you know, uh, reading themselves and, and, and makes me sound ignorant. I know it does. Uh, but I think you ultimately, you pick some philosophies, you pick some shows, you pick some different things that, that help you form a philosophy, then you got to trust it. Mm-hmm. You know, Derek Jeter, when he was 0 for 40, I remember talking to his agent, Casey Close, and said, man, Casey, is there anything I can do? And he said, you know, Derek's fine. And that because Derek, where a lot of baseball players are saying, they're getting in their taxi cab and saying, hey, man, you know, how do you hit a curveball? And, and we, we, the taxi driver is, he might have a philosophy, but you got to trust. Yeah. In your relationships, when it's tough, you got to trust. Mm-hmm. You know, and, 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 and in like in, in your habits, this is how I exercise. And I love what you do, Maria. You're constantly looking to aggregate uh, on top of that, but you're not like trying to make wholesale changes all the time. Yeah, you take then bits you're... from everybody that feels good to you that you think you can apply, right. but also what I think we're doing here every day on Better Together isn't just aggregating incredible experts like you. We're also feeding our minds good content. When I turn on the TV, I see the complete opposite. I see people instilling fear in us. I see people feeding negativity to us. Um, I am uncomfortable. And I also find it really hard to find truth anywhere, like real truth. And as a journalist, I find it so challenging and so upsetting to see that not be kind of a North star anymore. Opinion is a North star and it's really frustrating. So for me, I love this cocoon because we all are here. We want to be better. We want to get better. We want to take our nuggets, add them to our tool belt. You gave us so many today and, and we surround ourselves with people who are going to elevate our standards and elevate us as people. That's what I like every day. That's what I want to be around. And ever since we had you on the show, maybe it was even earlier this year, um, I am very judicious with what I choose to watch and when I choose to watch it. I try not to watch anything scary or intense at night because I know what that's going to yield. It's going to yield me nightmares that feel real, which goes back to what you were saying. Our body can't distinguish between, you know, real and not real. You're just, you're feeling it. And I don't want to feel that negativity. So I think that... Life is about choices. I end the show every day with be a nice person, make good choices and be present because when you're present, you can feel things, you can listen to guidance, inner guidance. Um, And when you make choices, you have to realize they have consequences, good and bad. And I think what you were saying today was really um, enlightening for all of us is think about what you're going to choose not to do. There's a simpler kind of feeling around Oh, I'm choosing not to do this. Choosing to do something sometimes feels like more of an uphill battle. Okay, I'm going to quit sugar, right? Which I have just recently started. And so I'm choosing not to have it feels a lot better than the opposite. You know what I'm saying? Right. 
So yeah. um, I can't thank you enough as always. We had so many like incredible aha moments with you today that we are going to be socialing out and getting out to so everybody. Um, and so obviously this is to be continued, but I want to make sure you well, get to your hike and you get to your mom. Incredible care of that handsome boo you got too. <laughs> I yeah, think I'm going to is... be in touch. I have something I want to run by you later. Yeah. I'm going to head into uh, LA this week for some, for some, stuff to do stay at an airbnb out there and then i'm around but i'm just up in the mountains bro hmm. yeah i love it so smart honey you should invite him to your crib there you go <laughs> i'll tell you what what's what's let me know when you guys get out so, here but it was uh i'm literally paying half of what i was paying wow. in manhattan beach for you know 10 beds five bedrooms wow. you know uh a lodge you know, a mile back from the lake. That's awesome. And it's just been perfect for me um, right now, uh, be, you know, because it's, it's things scary, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Nature um, either so, way, whether it's the woods or the beach is so special and mm -hmm. so healthy for the mind. I know for me being no here in the woods, I feel like, I feel like a completely different person. So And my great. former significant other, who we're still really good friends, she lives in Joshua Tree with a new significant other and all that stuff, but she comes over every couple of weeks and we go hiking. Oh, that's great. And we hang oh, out. Nice. Joshua Tree is only 90 minutes, crazy enough, from the San Bernardino Mountains. Yeah, we haven't spent you know, any so, time over right, there. So that's been great. She's been one of the only people, that, you know, that I spend time with because we, you know, trust each other health-wise and yeah. all that stuff. So so that's been kind of cool. But you got to be tough when you get a lot of this downtime when you're by yourself a lot. Mm -hmm. So it's a, for me, like, personally, it's like, all right, um, I'm going to take an hour in the middle of the day and just chill out. I'm going to go here. I'm going to hike. I'm going to do these three hours of webinars. Then I'm going to do nothing. I'm going to watch a movie at eight, mm -hmm. you know, and then kind of go from there. So um, uh, love seeing you guys. Really appreciate the opportunity to jump in. Oh, we love um, you, Trev. And let's stay more connected. Yes, please. Yeah. Love you. Thank you so much. And Trev, I have to you say, go Seahawks. Yeah, reach out anytime. <laughs> Give my best to uh, to the crew. <laughs> Maria, you look beautiful as always. Oh, Trevor, Thank sorry. you. Thank you so much. See you guys. All right. Bye, Jeff. Wow. So he never good. fails to blow our minds. Literally. I was like, right? So good. So good. He just puts He's... it in such terms, too, that are like digestible. Because I'm mm -hmm. that way, too. It's it's hard for me to be like, I'm going to journal this amount every day. I'm going to do I I no I can but it's hard it's really yeah. hard for me that I'm like oh my god and I would always say if with jobs I thought about it like if I could check a red x on that like oh I don't want to do that then it helps me mm. know what I want to do mm -hmm. it's the same thing oh it's so good yeah. so good you Jeff guys. have any final thoughts <sighs> I mean I'm just one of the things I'm so proud of about this show is the variety of guests we bring on and you know all of our guests pull together a like a blanket, a quilt, right? That all validate what each other say, mm -hmm. but they do it in different ways. Yeah. So, so we Trevor can reach saying, people in different places and different kinds of people. You can reach a Kevin or you can reach a Maria. You can reach everyone. Exactly. And so it's so cool because I'm hearing some of Dr. Susan David and Trevor's approach mm -hmm. to a healthy distance from your emotions, right? But it's in this way that is driven by pragmatism and a sort of an intense athletic mindset. Mm -hmm. And I just, I'm so proud of the fact that the content we're producing on this show is aligned and consistent and focused on betterment, but in such a unique variety of ways. Such a cool, yeah. cool guest. It's I could so listen cool. to him all day. Well, and if you want to win 
whatever you're doing, you listen to somebody like a Trevor because what he was saying, and I mm-hmm. didn't want to get too detailed about it, is what he's telling a Russell Wilson who is literally yep. top, 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 mm-hmm. top percentile of high performing, high functioning, mm-hmm. highly successful yeah. human beings. And he's giving you insight into their methodologies, their mindsets. And that's what it takes to be the best, to be an Olympic gold medalist. So yes, some of this stuff, you know, an average person doesn't have to like really go that far where it's like, okay, I got to push through all my feelings always. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a wonderful tool and technique to use in important moments for yourself as well. Well, I think mm-hmm. going back to an average person, I mean, you know, if you're content being average, it's okay. But if you want to be better than average, you know, this is a guy who can, who's providing you a blueprint with his book. I know because I'm in the same boat. I'll, I will give, these you know one hour consultations give everything for free 25 years of my out of the box show and then i get the same thing okay so who else should i listen to and what no just go now and do the work yeah well you read his book just do it i mean that's why he always goes back to that nike thing Mm -hmm. but i see so many people who are thinking and plotting and this could go wrong and maybe that and you don't understand shut up and do it Mm. just do it just less think more do you know, so I, you know, I, I, I think that it applies. I think that this could apply to everybody. I still don't know an easy way, a road to greatness. I just don't know it. And I always say, if there's teachers out there that have that easy way, tell me so it will help me with my life and how I teach. As of now, I don't know mm-hmm. an easy way to greatness. Well, if you want more with Trevor, he has been on our show many times. All of his appearances are just as amazing, if not more. So you can check out episodes number 40 and number 51 and our conversations interview from even 2019. In the meantime, if you want more from Trevor, you can follow him on his Instagram at Trevor Moad. We'll put the link to that in the summary here. And then also his book, It Takes What It Takes, is available wherever books are sold. It is incredible and you will love it. Um, tomorrow, and anyone who really wants to celebrate Christmas, oh. yes, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin with the plug yeah, for his show. I tried yesterday. Not that I don't want to plug your show, honey. Christmas. But yes, honey, eight, tell eight us about the Christmas twenty four seven show. Two hundred listeners the second week. That's wow! Right. Listen, my agent said I was allowed to promote it. That's <laughs> why I came out today's show. Growth is growth. Very I'm proud of you guys. Christmas. Thank you, Jeff Maria. and Kelsey. Do it with me. We love it. We're hoping to get Marie on at some point. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Wonderful show. I'm too expensive. <laughs> you guys can't afford me. <laughs> I can talk her into it. not wrong. All right. Not tomorrow, wrong. guys, we have our newly branded Thankful for Thursday's fun show. We're going to be kicking it off with the godfather of the Bachelor franchise. Chris Harrison will be with us. Ooh. We'll get his thoughts on Taisha, which I'm so excited for today's show. Taisha. Taisha. You nailed it. Okay. Got it. Um, the way it's spelled here, I just... I you can know, know it's that a, way. No, it's confusing. But you're right, Tasha. Tasha, I should know that. It's all right because they promoted okay. her last you're, week. But I'm tell new. me, she but tell barely. me the first Bachelor. See, exactly. See, no, see, you're good. I'm, I'm her not as in at. as you guys, but this season is pretty amazing. Oh, it's so good. 
And we and all she just watch started. It last week. So really, it's tonight's episode or yesterday's episode yesterday's where she episode. really cooked it. So we're going to talk about it with uh, with Chris. Yeah, she's I kind awesome. of feel bad from the promo. She's so stunning, and she's walking into kind of a not awesome group of very disgruntled men. <laughs> so tonight's episode is going to be great. So uh, we'll get his thoughts on Tasha, the season as a whole, and maybe even some Matt James teases. In the meantime, follow us at Better Together with Maria at Trevor Moad, at Jeffrey Cranegram, at Kelsmeyer too. And remember, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. And check us out at the Christmas 24-7. <laughs> Shut <on Instagram>. up. <laughs> at the Christmas 24-7. We have oh. so many. Always putting up new posts. He's still going. He's it's still going. getting exciting. People are just starting to put up the decorations. We're covering every step. We go over Thanksgiving protocols, Black oh. Friday shopping, Cyber Monday, all of it, the whole thing. We are the perfect recipe for you to have the greatest holiday season. It is pretty fun. Honey, the grind is like, can you get Kevin to shut up so we can get back to our work? Listen, listen, it's a, you you have me on, I get my plug, I'm out. You got two plugs. Nailed it, Kevin. I was supposed to get one at the top. That's what you (laughs) said. I was supposed to be introduced as one of the co-hosts of a very COVID Christmas available on Apple Podcasts. Right. You know we had 200 hurts. listeners last week, Maria? That's awesome. You're growing, boo. <laughs> <laughs> oh we were happy about it. <laughs> oh, man. I, I'm going to go, oh. go sling a sledgehammer now. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Kev. I'm going to swing my sledgehammer over here and try to fix the garage door. That's right. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Um, Bye, everyone. (laughs) Hey, Heal Squad. We have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.